History History Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Jordan. Welcome to episode 47. Mm-hmm. The Myrtles Plantation. The Myrtles. The Myrtles. The Myrtle Beach. Plantation. Mm. No, it's not Myrtle Beach. Different place. Different place. <laughs> kind of close, kind of mm. far. Uh, it's in America. It's on the right side of the U.S. Which is? Uh, east? Yeah, yeah nice. Oh. <laughs> You only I took did, you two seconds. It to was like it. Rain Man. I had to pull it up in my mind. Rain to compass. Man. Yeah. Had to find it in the files. Yes. Computing. Computing. <laughs> it feels like it's been a while since we've been here together. Yeah. Two weeks at least. Two Or three weeks. weeks. Yeah. Because Jordan has to go on vacation. Yeah. I, was all, I ruined it. I ruined everything. He went to Florida. Yeah. It was nice. I bet. Fucking 80 degrees down there. Came back. It was 20. Yeah. It was in a snowstorm. Yeah. It came, the next day, came back. Snowstorm. Not good. No. Definitely better down there. Yeah, but it was too cold to get in the water? Yeah, the water was like 60. I mean, you could have. It would have been cold, though. Worth it. It would have been freezing. This dude, we were like on this fishing pier, and this guy just like, his kid was like crying, so he just jumped in the water, and the kid was like, ha ha, and stopped crying. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just like swam to shore and walked back to the deck, or to the pier. The thing you do to like, make kids laugh. He's like, are you happy now? He's like, yeah. <laughs> So we're just like sitting there, and this guy just fucking jumps in the water. Like, dang, that's commitment right there. But it worked, huh? Well, we let's let's talk about some business, shall we? Mm-hmm. How many downloads do we have? Twenty-four thousand six hundred ninety-one. Almost at twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. So close, we can taste it. Might have to do like a T-shirt giveaway at twenty-five. Twenty-five. That's so, only a couple hundred more. Yeah, it'll probably happen sooner than this airs probably but but keep just follow look on our instagram yeah and you'll know when we're gonna do it mr history podcast on instagram yeah we're looking at making a shirt a mm. couple shirts mm-hmm. due to requests from our listeners mm-hmm. we're getting gonna do a uh i can't do it you do it the we're coming to get you barbara <laughs> 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 or they're coming to get you yeah but My, our friend is uh currently drawing a sheep so that we can put it on a t-shirt with mm. that little tagline on there. Yes. I think that one's going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was, uh, what was the other one? Oh, I was, uh, the episode on, um, I forget which episode it was now. I was the, uh, I did one on Bermuda Triangle. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, the article, I was doing research, and one of the articles called, like, people's boats, lo- uh, they called them pleasure crafts. That's <laughs> 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 the weirdest phrasing I've ever heard in my life. It is. I mean, but, I mean, they do provide pleasure. So, so I'm going to make a shirt that says, all aboard the pleasure craft. <laughs> so <laughs> look out. That. Look at look a, a porn writer. <laughs> in his off time, just uh, like, I'm going to write about boats. Like 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Pleasure Crafts. Fifty Shades of Waves. Ooh, dang. dang. Whoever's a writer out there, you're welcome. That yep, was free. That was. Uh, so, yeah, so look out for those. Mm-hmm. They'll be coming soon. Fifty Shades of Waves might even be. <laughs> that's a great, that's great. I'd wear that mm-hmm. around town. Yeah, would you? Yeah, really. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a hoot. Yeah, really. <laughs> Ooh, and we could do a really, maybe we could put a shark fin in there. Hmm. Because uh, I love sharks. 
I'll just do like the the tops of waves and then put like a shark fin. Coming yeah, up. yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, draw it up. I could do that. I'll wear it tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, as always, let's talk about our website and our Patreon for the for the possible new listeners yeah. out there. So these all these fantastic shirts we're talking about yeah. are be available on mistressyourpodcast.com. And from there we we have all of our episodes, we have merch up there already. We have plenty tons of stuff already. Yeah, yeah. We got clocks. Clocks. So it's time, time for a mystery. It is. Pretty fucking cool. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff. And then from there, we also have a contact page where you can send us a voice message. Which we which did get one, we and did. Jord played it. Played I it. feel like I've been out of the game for a while. I know. Because, like, whenever Jord, like, goes on vacation or I go on vacation, we have a hard time kind of syncing up our schedules to be able to do this. So since Jord has the equipment, he takes one for the team. So we can still provide you content. I just can't always be here. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Because I missed this. It's not as fun. No. It's very weird just talking to yourself. Yeah. I feel kind of dumb. Yeah. Well. It's hard to make. <laughs> well, I am dumb. So <laughs> makes sense. I just had deja vu. Did you? Really bad. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's the weirdest. That is. We've but probably said these things before. Probably. I probably I've said I'm dumb before. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> but it's, it's definitely harder to make it like... I don't know. Some people are really good at just, they go off on tangents themselves. Yeah. And just talk forever. I'm not one of those people. Yeah, we need each other. Yeah. We're like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> go together like peas and carrots. Peas and carrots. <laughs> Sometimes peas are okay by themselves, but you need the carrot. Mm-hmm. You know? Really good. Here it, I am. It accents it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so if you send us a voice message, we'll play it on the podcast, mm-hmm. which is fun. We're gonna talk we did about get it. one of those, and he played it. So we were so excited. Mm-hmm. I was like, it finally happened. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Because so it's one you. thing to read. Like, it's like, cool to read messages, obviously, but it's a lot cooler to hear somebody actually talking. Tell you yeah. how they feel. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, well, and then our Patreon. Yeah, on the episodes uh, page on our website, there's a link to our Patreon. Uh, or if you just want to go there, it's mistress, or patreon.com slash podcast. And we have two tiers, the $2 tier. We'll get you next week's episode right now, and then a 10% discount to the store, and the $5 tier will get you next week's episode now, a 20% discount code to the store, and then a bonus episode every Friday. Yes. Which me and Allie are trying to do this new thing where we we used to do topics, but they're kind of shorter episodes, but a lot of people have expressed that they just like us talking to each other. Yeah. So we're going to try just, we're going to have like some prompts kind of, like questions asked each other. And then just go from there. So you can kind of learn more about us and just hear us more talking yeah. instead of reading. I'm, I'm not real sure how it's going to go because sometimes I just don't want it to be a dead conversation. No. You know, like one word answer. Okay. Right. Good talk. See no, you later. I don't, I don't think it will be. Yeah. People like, like Joe Rogan's podcast is the biggest podcast on the planet and they just like talk and just see where it goes. Yeah. So it's, I think people were very interested in the way people think instead of just reading. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. We're gonna try it. So if you're Tell interested, us if in, you like it, yeah, if you're interested in that, check out that five dollar tier. It gets you four extra episodes a month, and also gets you a discount code to the store. So it kind of pays for itself. For that Bob brochure. Yeah, gets you one of the, gets you a pleasure craft. A pleasure craft. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty Shades of Waves. There you go. That's a good one. That is a good one. Write that down. Top of the dome. <laughs> uh, okay, so we were talking about people, you know, reading off their 
their um, reviews to us. We did get two new five-star reviews that I want to share. So the first one's from Caddy the Mac. He said, fun listening, could listen to Allie's voice all day long. That's the first time anybody's commented me. So thank you, Caddy. Mm-hmm. Because it's always Jordan, and he's so smooth, and brr to brr to brr. Well, I'm good, too, you know? A little bit of jealousy over there. I feel it. I feel the uh, daggers in your yeah, eyes. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts <laughs> me. So thank you. Uh, the next one's from Jig2B. He says, I think it's a he, um, I love this podcast. They do great research, present the info really well, and have fun with it. So those really mean a lot to us, mm-hmm. um, and we want to... Uh, you know, show our appreciation by reading them on the show. So mm-hmm. if you'd like to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, please do so and give us a little comment and we will read it on our next episode. Yeah, it's definitely cool to see. It's cool to see the ratings, but it's really cool to see the comments. People yeah. just let us know what they think. Yep, absolutely. Um, so the next thing is our Discord community. Uh, we've got... I don't know how they can find it. There's a link on the website, but on our website, on the contact page, I believe it is. Um, But the link only lasts for so long, so sometimes I have to update it. Yeah. So if you try to um, click it and it says it's it's expired, just let me know and I'll update it. Or just send you, if you're interested also, just find us on Instagram and I'll send you the link to it. Yeah. So We've got some, you know. It seems like every couple days we'll have something, and then it'll kind of be dead for a little while, and then Mm -hmm. somebody will post. But I'm really, really enjoying it. Just getting, you know, having conversations about what what you're reading, what you're watching, Mm -hmm. how you feel. Um, I think that that's so cool. So I'd really like for it to be, you know, more bigger. Yeah. Um, That's like we said. We like to talk to you guys, but it's cool for you guys have talked to each other. Yes. Because it's we're all like minded people. Mm-hmm. So it's cool it's cool to meet people and kinda just talk about things in the Well and just space. like and, and you know, some people are like, you can't promote anybody else on not my show, blah blah blah. And we're not like that. No. Like on um our Discord, October All Year, which is one of my favorite people, mm-hmm. uh, she posted that she was doing a giveaway for a book and posted it on there because it's something that our our community is interested in, which is true crime and, and thriller books. So she yeah. was able to get a couple extra uh, followers and, and people who were joining her giveaway. So yeah. yeah, it's cool to promote. I don't understand the people that are like the try that won't help other people out. No, that's it's like, dumb. it costs you nothing. And no. It's like, I don't know. It's about bringing people together. Well, everybody, I think yeah. In 2020, We've gotten far apart from each other, and now it's time to bring it back home. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. Well, it's like everybody starts from zero. Whenever you start something creative or just something, it's hard to have the confidence to do like, even small steps. Yeah. So if you have somebody that believes in you and will promote stuff, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. It we're makes all you want to keep pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in moving on to that, I wanted to give a shout out to our friends at Let's Adult Podcast. Mm-hmm. They, um, you can find them on Instagram at Let's Adult Podcast, or they have a website. They're available on Apple or Spotify. Their latest episode that dropped last Tuesday was on navigating the airport, which gives me personally anxiety. It is. I've never flown anywhere by myself before. Really? Yeah. 
Hmm. And it scares me. Like, I'm one of those people that I'm going to need a one of those tags that they give to young children <laughs> that Somebody pin it on hands. my shirt <laughs> and walk me to my gate, please. A lot of airports now have maps, like mobile maps. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it'll so. show you where you are, like, as you move. Oh, like a Google so map. It's, it's pretty sweet, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I need that for show. Yeah. It's like one of the things on, like, like the mall directories that yeah. says you're here, but it moves along with you. That's awesome. It's pretty cool, yeah. That's smart. Cause yeah. I, but I'm not afraid to ask questions either. No. Like, I will ask literally everyone five feet apart, the where only, am I going? The only thing that gives me anxiety is when you have a connecting flight and you only have, like, 30 minutes to get there. Yeah, because what if you go down scary. the wrong thing? We did that one time. I forget where we were flying, but we were in Atlanta. And it was like, Atlanta's huge. The airport's huge. Yeah. It was like literally the farthest gate, like the two farthest away from each other. Well, they it's have, like, um, they have like trains, trains and yeah. stuff. Yep. Yeah. I've been to that airport. But yeah, I've never never flown by myself before. I think I only have twice. And it's not, I mean, once you get where you're going, it's just getting to the gate is the hardest part. Yeah. And then. Yeah, because I mean, it doesn't go in through security and all that stuff's so whatever. Right. But I'm just afraid that I'm not going to be able to find where I need to go. Yeah. And then. It'll be, I don't know. Then you're just, stuck somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That would be terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. That's And I feel like a part of, like, airports and flying is you lose a sense of control. Mm-hmm. Like, I always like an exit strategy. Like, if I'm going someplace and I don't want to be there anymore, I'll just go in my car and bye. <laughs> yeah, right. But in an airport, you're not on your time. You're on their time. You're stuck in their world. Yeah, and I don't like that. That's like, uh, I think a lot of people have anxiety about the airports. So they did a thing not that long, I don't know how long it's been, but um, like all the security dogs uh-huh. are floppy-eared dogs. Yeah. Because it gives people like comfort yeah. instead of like German Shepherds with their ears straight up. Because they're adorable little yeah. floppy-eared things. They're like little beagles just like walking around <laughs> smelling <Aww>. stuff. <laughs> Pet them. <laughs> all right. We got anything else to talk about business-wise? I don't think so. Okay. Let's get into Myrtle's Plantation. This is one of the uh, most haunted homes in America. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I kind of chose this topic and didn't tell Jordan I was going to do it is because we are planning. Jordan was supposed to go, but he's bailing. Bullshit. No, he's got something else to do, which I get. Um, But we are. I've never been to New Orleans. I've always wanted to go, and I'm getting my wish. The end of March, we're going. And uh, Myrtle's Plantation is somewhere that I've always wanted to go. So I thought, why not? Let's 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 learn some history. Yeah, I don't really know too much about it, so this will be I'll be learning too. Um, so Myrtle's Plantation is located at seven seven four seven U.S. sixty one in Saint Francisville, Louisiana, about an hour and a half away from New Orleans. This plantation was built in seventeen ninety six and has a Creole cottage style that a lot of homes in Louisiana shared in the nineteenth century. This house was built by General David Bradford on a 600-acre plot named Laurel Grove. Bradford lived alone there for years until President John Adams pardoned him for his role in the Pennsylvania Whiskey Rebellion in 1799. The Whiskey Rebellion was a tax protest that started in 1791 and ended in 1974. That's backwards. 1794. I thought yeah. that when I was... <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a long rebellion. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> Um, This whiskey tax was the first tax imposed on a domestic product by the newly formed federal government. It was intended to generate revenue for the war debt incurred by the Revolutionary War. Protesters used violence and intimidation to prevent federal officials from collecting the tax. Yeah, they were like, fuck that shit. Yeah. I've never heard of the whiskey tax rebellion, have you? No, I hadn't either. No. That's interesting. That was interesting. It's kind of like the the tea tax Mm -hmm. or whatever. 
After Bradford was pardoned, he moved his wife Elizabeth and their five children to the plantation from Pennsylvania. Bradford passed away in 1808, but Elizabeth and the children still continued to run the plantation until 1817. Uh, when she handed the management to Clark Woodruff, one of her husband's former law students, who actually married her daughter, Sarah Matilda. Huh. Matilda. What a name. I like that name. Mm. Do you like that movie, Matilda? No. I always think about the pancakes. I always think about the, was she the principal? Trunchbull. Yeah. Who's like sweaty all the time and just greasy looking. Yeah. Was that who it was? Yeah. She's just mean. That was Miss Trunchbull. Yeah. Was that the principal or just her teacher? Yeah, the principal. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah. All right, so the Woodruffs had three children, Africa Gale, that's a name. That is. James and Mary Octavia, before Sarah and two of her three children died in 1823 and 1824 of yellow fever. That's terrible. That is. Um, Elizabeth Bradford died in 1831, and Clark Woodruff and his last surviving child, Mary Octavia, moved to Covington, Louisiana, and left a caretaker to manage the plantation. In 1834, Woodruff sold the plantation and the land um, and the slaves to Ruffins Gray Sterling. His wife, uh, Mary Catherine Cobb, moved with him. That's good. Is that a thing? <laughs> like, just you just I mean, if you have don't two, move your people? If you have more than one house, I guess, maybe. Somebody's I never gotta, had that problem. Nah, we're not. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I ain't managing no <laughs> plantations. <laughs> so there is a legend surrounding the Woodruffs and the plantation. Okay, so this is probably the most famous ghost story of the Myrtles. Okay. So Chloe was a slave that was owned by Clark and Sarah. Clark supposedly pressured or forced Chloe into becoming his mistress, which is gross. Other versions of the legend say that Chloe uh, listened in keyholes to learn news of Woodruff's business dealings. After being caught either by Clark or Sarah, one of her ears were cut off and she wore a green turban to hide it. Whoa. That, oh, then what happens? It's like some Van Gogh stuff. But, like, what? Then is there just a hole there? Mm-hmm. Then what? Like, how do you protect that? You don't really a protect A turban? Yes. Your... <laughs> uh. You don't really use... Your ears don't really protect your ear canal. What is this, then? They just catch sound. So then you just... Just everything's coming at you? It's not you a gotta, funnel. You're going to be like, what? And turn your head... <laughs> That's just like, I just can't picture it. It is weird. I don't like it. Uh, So, Chloe then baked a cake containing extract of boiled and reduced oleander leaves. Mm. That's poisonous. That's not good. That's illegal. Yep. Some say say she did this because she was trying to get revenge on the Woodruffs, and others say she was attempting to redeem herself by curing the family after they had been poisoned, even unbeknownst to them. Hmm. Apparently, this backfired. Only Sarah and her two daughters ate the cake, and all of them died of the poison. Chloe was then supposedly hanged by the other slaves and thrown into the Mississippi River, either as punishment for doing this to the family or so that she wouldn't be basically tortured by Clark. Historical records do not support this legend, though. Uh, There's no record of the Woodruffs owning a slave by the name of Chloe, and the record shows that they died, but it was from yellow fever. There is a mirror located in the house that supposedly holds the spirit of Sarah and her children. Mirrors are covered after a death, according to old custom, but the legend says that this mirror was overlooked when they passed, so they jumped into the mirror. Whoa. 
The uncovered mirror reportedly trap their spirits and occasionally leave handprints on the mirror. No thanks. I'm going there, bro. Yeah, get that mirror. Why do they still have it? Like, there's handprints on this shit. It's old. Mm-mm. I'll be like, get this out of here. <laughs> I'll sing some people. That's what I worry about <clears throat> for like the future. Because in 2020, like we don't keep stuff. Like we're minimalists now. Like I'm not, but people are. So is there any? There gonna be anything like artifacts be like to old. pass on to our children? It'd be like old. Someone find a iPhone four and be like, oh. uh, the, uh, I receive random calls about my car's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> Phantom calls. Keep getting these selfies from twenty twenty. <laughs> Duck lips. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> just a pair of huge lips. Keep showing up on this phone. Snapchat filters. With yeah. Dogs. Terrible. It is, yeah. But that's people. our children. That's what our children are gonna be worrying about. Yeah, because like, yeah, like we were just talking before. I have an IKEA coffee table, and that shit has fallen apart already. So it's like people yeah. in the old days will get a piece of furniture and have it their entire life. Yeah, like a armoire or something. Yeah. We don't have armoires. We have closets. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that is weird. So we're not gonna have any. But we still have mirrors. I mean, I mean, not good ones. I have one from Target. Have you ever seen Oculus? The movie Oculus? No. That movie's fantastic. Is that about mirrors? Yeah. I don't want it. It's really good. Mm. You know, if you haven't seen it out there, watch that shit. Okay. It's like, it's so weird. I like watched it and it was amazing. And then it was like rolling the credits and it was made by WWE films. They got some good shit going on. It was so weird. Like it was nothing like action packed. It was just a horror movie. Huh. It was very weird. Have you ever seen See No Evil? No. Oh yeah. Kane. Yeah. Yeah. That That one wasn't like great, but it it wasn't bad. It was fun. Yeah. But Oculus was like, it was almost like. It was more of like a thriller because it makes you think. Was it jump scares though? No. It was more like mental. Like you don't know. I used to have to watch it. Like you don't know really what's happening. I'm old now. It's really good. And I'll pee my pants. It was on Netflix I think for a while. But I don't know if it is anymore. Ooh. But definitely worth the watch. Okay, fine. Super you talked good. me into it. All right. So back on track. <laughs> In the 1850s, Sterling added to the plantation and the one and a half story house was extended, uh, doubling the size. Adding three more bays and a double door entrance. The entry doors were tall and had hand painted stained glass etched and patterned after the French cross to ward off evil. That's See, pretty cool. We don't have that shit no more. No, that's fancy. You have anything? You have anything in this house that's stained glass? Absolutely not. Me neither. I'm not that fancy. Same. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. That if you bought that or if you made that today, it'd be like a million dollars. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> crazy. I didn't see that on Chip and Joanna Gaines. No, Mm-mm. shiplap. <laughs> They're all about that shiplap. Myrtle's Plantation has a 125-foot-long veranda that extends the entire front and wraps around the southern end of the house. The house has six chimneys. Damn. Uh, it was during that time um, that the name changed to the Myrtles after the creep, crepe, creep, crepe, crepe, crepe Myrtles uh, that grew nearby. First off, I want to say. You say you like really thin pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you drive around and say, oh, that's a really nice porch? Yeah, I'm a sucker for wraparounds. Man, I really want a veranda. <laughs> and I've never once sat on a porch. Like, we grew up in a house that had a porch, never sat on it. No, can't say that I have. <laughs> but, but it'd be nice it to nice. know that you could mm-hmm. if you wanted to. I, I just, would almost rather on the back. Yeah. But then people would be like, ooh, that's a nice porch. Right, because it's on the back. But if it's on the back, you'd be like, I feel like that'd be more private instead of just facing the road. Yeah. More quiet. Well, I mean, in here, though, they don't have, they have a driveway. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. But I, I mean, would, if you lived out in the middle of nowhere, it'd be nice. I would love to have a veranda. 
with a, a swing. That's too fancy for us. And then, yeah, I mean, do you even... I don't have a chimney. They have six. They have six of them. I don't have one. That's nuts. Hmm. But, I mean, but to be fair, back in the day, that's how they kept the whole house warm. That's true. So. Now we have, A little like, different. We got air. Gas. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'd say it's better than six fireplaces. <laughs> Okay, Myrtle's Plantation has 22 rooms. That's a lot of rooms. Even for then. Yeah. Even now. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot. That's a little too many. Uh, And it spreads over two floors. They have huge entry halls that run the length of the house. There is a French, ooh, baccarat. Ooh. Ooh. Crystal chandelier. Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said that. Uh, And it weighs more than 300 pounds. Damn. I can finally say that's more than me. That's because right I had the stomach flu last week and I lost ten pounds. <laughs> anyway, most of the flooring and windows of the house are original to when it was built. That's another thing, craftsmanship. Hmm. I feel like that's pretty. I would not walk under that chandelier because it'd kill you. I know that's sketchy. Even if it's like a twenty-five pound chandelier, it would do some damage. There'd be crystals on there, jabbing into your brain. Three hundred pound chandelier. That's like I, I can't wrap my mind around that. That's nuts. that's why it's still there because nobody can move it. True. It's heavy. It's like that's a part of the house now. Yep, lives there. To the left of the entrance, there's a music room, which is adjacent to the only bedroom on the first floor. The original walls were removed, and the rooms were repositioned into four large rooms, which identify as a lady parlor, a gentleman parlor, formal dining room, and a game room. What exactly is a parlor? Like a sitting room, basically. So the women hmm. and the men are not together. So that they the sit wall. separately. <laughs> Don't sit with me. And the game room is not like... Nintendo. <laughs> like, I don't know what chess, they... Chess board, probably? Chess, yeah. I don't know how to play chess. I don't either. It looks complicated. You watch Queen's Gambit? No. Pretty good. What's that about? About chess. Oh, no. I don't know how to play not it. not interested in it. I wouldn't, didn't think I would be either, but it's really good. I like checkers. It's kind of about drug abuse, and, like, this girl was an orphan, and that's how she, like, dealt with being an orphan. It's with chess? Uh, huh. She became, like... She was, like, beating people, like, 50-year-old men when she was, like, 13. Really? Yeah. That's pretty interesting. It's good it, was a, it was, like, a best-selling book. Really? Yeah, you should watch it. It's good. I didn't think it would be good either, but it's actually good. Yeah. Well, that's good that she overcame her stuff. Yeah. With chess. But throw a checkerboard in front of me and you're in trouble. I'm about to fucking... There's no, there's no strategic... It's just the look of the draw. But we used to play that all the time. We yeah. had like a rollout. It was like a carpet that had che- checkered like squares on it. Yeah, and our dad made a big like. It's pretty cool, mm-hmm. like a square box wooden thing it's that like you could put. Almost, yeah, but it was like that braised. Put. That it wasn't like a pallet, and that mm-hmm. was a pallet before pallets were cool. Mm-hmm. And then our dog like chewed up all the checkers, so he yeah. couldn't stack them right. They're all like no, yeah. like it's like if you go edges. into Cracker Barrel, you'll find it. What yeah, we're I'm sure about. that. Yeah. Probably. Pretty sure that's where we bought it. Probably. So the second floor has five bedrooms with bathrooms. The largest bedroom is known as the Judge Clark Woodruff Suite and is the only room that is accessed by the main staircase in the entry hall. Um, the other four bedrooms are separated by a common sitting room and are available by a staircase that ascends near the rear of the building. The floor of these uh, bedrooms were raised one foot when the house was renovated as well as adding higher ceilings. In 1858, Sterling died and left the plantation to his wife. The Myrtles survived the American Civil War, even though it was robbed during this time and they took, like, all the valuables. In 1865, Mary Cobb Sterling hired William Drew Winter to help her manage the plantation as her lawyer and agent. Winter married Sterling's daughter, Sarah, 
that happens a lot, I guess. I know. That and, is, like, you don't meet many people. <laughs> yeah. And plus, I mean, damn, this house is fabulous. I'll live there. <laughs> um, so he married Sterling's daughter, Sarah, and they had six kids. One, Kate Winner, who was three, died of typhoid. Mm. That's sad. Uh, the family fortune was lost, being tied up in the Confederate currency, and the winners were forced to sell the plantation in 1868. But... Luckily, they were able to buy it back two years later. In 1871, William Winter was shot on the porch of the house by a man who was believed to be E.S. Weber. When he was shot, he crawled up the stairs and collapsed dead on the 17th step. His ghost is said to haunt the plantation, loudly running up the steps to the 17th stair where he died. Man, if only that uh, that porch was in the back, right? (laughs) Then he wouldn't have got shot on the porch. Mm -mm. He would have just got shot probably at his front door. Yeah, if I wouldn't have been sitting out there. Mm, I don't know. I wonder if that's why so many people had a lot of kids, because they were just like... Because some of them were going to die. They were just like, I expected them to die. Oh, that's awful. You th- it's I probably, never thought of that, but maybe. It's probably true. Because, I mean, if you got sick, you are pretty much just dead back then. Yeah. There's no, like, medicine. I mean, there was medicine, but not, mm, not like today. I would never let my kids out of the house. <laughs> yeah, it'd be rough. mm Mm-mm-mm. So Sarah remained at the Myrtles with her mother and siblings until 1878 when she died. Mary Cobb Sterling died in 1880, and the plantation was passed on to her son, Stephen. The plantation was in heavy debt, but Stephen sold it in 1886 to Oren D. Brooks, who sold it in 1889. It changed hands several times until 1891 when it was purchased by Harrison Milton Williams. In the early part of the 20th century, the land surrounding the house was divided among the heirs of Harrison William or Harrison Milton Williams. In the 1950s, the house itself was sold to Marjorie Munson. <laughs> that's a that sounds like a make believe <laughs> name. <laughs> Who um, noticed weird things happening around the plantation, resulting in ghost stories. It went through several more ownership changes in the 1970s before being bought by James and Francis Kermine. Myers? Kermine. Kermine Myers, who ran the plantation as a bed and breakfast. During this time, Francis Myers wrote a book about Myrtle's plantation, naming it as the most haunted house in America. The current owners, John and Tita Moss, continue to open the house for tours and overnight guests. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty, it'd be cool to stay overnight. I bet it's expensive. Yeah, we'll get into that, because I looked it up. Yeah, I bet it's not cheap. <laughs> in August 2014, a fire occurred in the historical general store that's located 10 feet from the main house, and it caused a lot of damage. The most severe damage was in the... Um, in the... Extension? Extension. Yeah. The extension of the building constructing (laughs) (laughs) constructed in 2008, but it left most of the original structure 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 (laughs) intact. Destructor, (laughs) which is pretty crazy. So it just burned away all the new stuff, pretty much. Probably because it was built poorly. Yeah, and the old stuff was like solid. That's true. Uh, Myrtle's plantation is said to be the home of at least 12 ghosts. The house was built on an Indian burial ground, as most haunted things are. That's true. Uh, and the ghost of a young Native American woman has been reported. During the Civil War, the house was ransacked by Union soldiers, and legends claim that there were three killed in the house. Supposedly, there's a blood stain on the doorway, roughly the size of a human body that would not come clean. Legends say that the cleaners cannot push their mops or brooms into the space. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The plantation is haunted by a young girl who passed away in 1865 despite being um, treated by a local voodoo practitioner. Those are usually pretty reliable. Yeah, yeah. I would use one. 
I got shot. Do some voodoo on me. Voodoo me. <laughs> she appears in the room where she died and has been reported to practice voodoo on people who step in this room. Sleep. Oh, sleep, sleep in this room, not step. I'm sorry. Can't read. That'd be terrifying. Yeah, while you sleep. That's even scarier. Yeah. What does uh, practicing voodoo sound like? Just a bunch of chants? Probably. Yeah, I wouldn't want to hear that one sleeping. Yeah, clapping. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just <laughs> clapping, uh, shaking rattles and stuff. Yeah. So, um, so I, you can't see these, but you will. Uh, I attached some pictures of some of this stuff. So on this first picture, you see it? No. See that guy standing there behind that beam? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a ghost right there. Mm-hmm. So we'll post these so you can see them. But basically, it's a black and white photo of the house uh, on the veranda. And by a beam, you can see, like, a body. You can see the head and the shoulders, and it looks like the arms kind of, like... Folded almost. Folded, yeah, yeah, in front of them. And then the next one, you see that? Yeah, that one's weird. <laughs> it's a picture of the window with the shutters, and you can see it looks like a little black girl with a turban on her head and, like, old period-style dress. Like, a I don't know how it's to describe weird. There's, it. like, a... There's like a curtain in the window, but it, she's like a part of the curtain. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And she looks like a little girl, but she's like probably at least seven feet off the ground. Yeah. She's tall. Ugh. Um, But some people like, okay, so we talk about Zach Baggins every time. They went to the Myrtles, and they say that sometimes in pictures it's like called matrixing, mm. you know, where you, see things. you see you try to find faces and things. That's just something we do as people. So, but I mean, that looks that's like a pretty. That looks like a freaking kid. I could to me. see where that you could probably make that argument, but it's very clear. Like, there's like a round shape to the head. It's not just like well, it's eyes. like her whole body. I mean, it's the whole body. Yeah, it's weird. So, yeah, that's definitely haunted. <laughs> Case heard, closed. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today the Myrtles Plantation is still a bed and breakfast, and you can stay in the the following rooms. That range from $165 a night to $390 a night. That's a lot. and That's a lot. $165 isn't bad, but $390 no. is fucking, that's a ton. Well, okay. So so they have the Judge Clark Woodruff Suite, General David Bradford Suite, William Winter Room, John Leak Room, Ruffin Sterling Room, Fanny Williams Room, the Caretaker's Quarters, the Cocoa House, the Cottages, and the Garden Rooms. So these last four, they're actually like mini houses. Like huts almost? Yeah, hmm. yeah. So they have like a bedroom, there's like a sitting area, and then there's a bathroom. So it's kind of like a that'd little cottage. Creepier. That'd be creepier, I think. Because you're by yourself. Yeah, I'd much rather be in the main house. Yeah. But um, but I looked at the rooms. They're They're still like set up. Like back in the day, you know, huh. um, but it would be cool to stay there. Um, and then they, of course, they have day tours and night tours that they t- talk about the history and the haunted parts of the the plantation. And they the tours are pretty uh, affordable; they're only fifteen bucks. Huh. They have a restaurant there where everything's cooked on a ten inch wooden <sighs> fire hearth. I bet that's good. Yeah, and a general store. For gifts and souvenirs, and they have a really cool map that we can probably post that shows you where all like where the main house is. Uh, it's a very big property. Yeah, it's huge. It looks and, like a freaking like amusement park. Yeah, and I think those cottages were like the slave quarters, probably. Um, and I tried to find 
maybe I'm just dumb, but I tried to Google what the plantation, like, what their export was, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find it. So I don't know what really they were doing at this plantation. Maybe it was just keeping the grounds, but I would assume that it's they like made, made something. something or I was providing know. something, but I couldn't find it. So if anybody knows the answer to that, I'd love to know. Because yeah. I tried to find it. It might have just been the grounds because it was such a big property, just keeping the grounds up. Yeah, but then what do they do for work? You know? What do you mean? They keep the grounds looking good. No, but how do they afford the house then? The people living there? Yeah. I don't know. They probably just were rich families. Oh, well, I know like one was the judge and stuff. Yeah. They probably just came from money. Oh, no. But I'm really excited about this trip. I want to go... To the voodoo, there's a voodoo museum, Hmm. which I'm going to go to. There's a death museum, going to go to that. Yeah. The Mary (laughs) Lollery, all that stuff. You need to go to the, I'll have to find it and send it to you. It's like a brewery, but back in the day it was like a brothel. So people will like be drinking and like they'll say like they see somebody like walk by or it's like what? it's like a two two or three story building mm-hmm. and it used to be like a brothel where like the bedrooms are upstairs. Yeah. So like now the bottom is just like a bar and it's like a brewery. Really? But they see that they people say they see shit all the time. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's just me, dad and our stepmom Terry going on this trip and I've told them I'm not trying to like hijack their vacation. <laughs> but I'm going to go do this shit. Mm-hmm. Whether they would like to go with me or I'll go by myself to the Death Museum. I don't give a hoot. be pretty wild. You have to take a lot of pictures we can post. Yeah. But my best friend, Rachel, hopefully is going to be going. So I'll have a PIC, partner should, in crime. We should do a whole episode on just New Orleans in general. I would love to do that. I would yeah. love to do that prior to going. Yeah. Because then, because I, I wanted to buy, like, I felt like so old. I wanted to buy like a... 2020 New Orleans guide mm-hmm. and get like a fanny pack that attached to my body just to make sure I didn't get pickpocketed. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really involved. I've heard uh, Bourbon Street's not the greatest. Yeah. That there's a lot of uh, people. Riff raff. Yeah. And they say, bet I can't, I bet I could tell where you got your shoes. Mm. And they'd be like, bet, bet me a hundred dollars. And then they'll say, oh, they're on your feet. <laughs> Pretty smart. That is smart. But I've heard it's, They probably yeah. get people all day long with that. Yeah. But, yeah, that pretty much does it for the Myrtles Plantation. The Myrtles. So I will be, whenever I go there at the end of March, I'll be taking all the pictures. Mm. So if you have been to New Orleans, and if you know of any places that I need to see, let me know. Mm-hmm. Because I'm really, I'm going for a week. So I got lots of time to, uh, I got to plan out my my situation though. Make sure I can hit everything. Mm -hmm. But I'm so excited. This is like a bucket list top five places. Yeah. It is. And if you know any other places in New Orleans that you'd like to hear more about. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting to do. Definitely. I'd like to do Katrina. Yeah. I think that would be, that's so sad. Mm -hmm. I was watching something the other day on like just the craziness mm-hmm. that that was and how many people passed away it's just so sad yep. so sad yep so okay well i hope you i hope we hope you okay <laughs> we hope you enjoyed episode 47 mm-hmm. myrtle's plantation and we are 
back together now. Yeah, back on track. Back on track. Yes. Patty whack. You don't have to hear any more of me <laughs> blabbing. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope you have a good week, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.